Keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right coming up with Vince Wright in two minutes. Keep it tuned. Spreaker.com. We are getting ready for a little late night Friday sports talk with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Keep it tuned here. Show starting in just two minutes. From the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, he's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. And what is going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Friday night with the sports governor. I know you weren't expecting it, but hey, here I am live and direct from the Situation Room in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Welcome aboard, and we are going to have lots of fun tonight. We are rolling. We already got the Chief Rocker himself, the big man. You know him as Jersey Vern. We call him the Chief Rocker, and he is in here. Yes, sir. What up, Chief Rocker? That's your music, baby. What's going on, sir? O-H-I-O for Jersey Vern. All right, let's wrap it up. Here we go. All right, Jersey Vern up in this joint. We appreciate him joining us. 
That's right. And of course, who else is in the chat room here? We got that old curmudgeon himself. That's right. Live and direct from the old folks home. We got old man Cuddy. Yes, old man Cuddy out there always uh, trolling, always throwing them conspiracy theories out. So he's joining us from parts unknown or maybe we can call it planet Krypton. Who knows? But Cuddy is up in here, and we appreciate that, my friend. Glad you could join us tonight on a special Friday night edition of Sports Done Right. Uh, Got the monitor situated here. We got Oklahoma City and uh, Indiana. They are on uh, the four-letter network. Three minutes left in that game. Oklahoma City, 91-85. to Make that 91-86 to as uh, Paul George hits a free throw. Oh, there's old man Cuddy. Watch your mouth, Gov. Well, Cuddy, I hear you, man. I hear you, but it's Friday night. We sipping on some drink. You've been trolling me all week from everything from Eddie from Boston on down. So, Gov's going to let loose a little tonight and enjoy himself. That's right, folks. I am Vince Wright. I am the sports governor of Minnesota. And you can find me always Tuesday nights. And uh, as we expand, we kind of do other shows during the week. So first, here's what you got to do. Make sure you follow us on Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, my last name. So when the show goes live, you will get those notifications. And um, what can I say? Then what you got to do is you got to hit that little chat icon, that little bubble Looks like the little cartoon uh, chat there. That'll bring you into the chat room, and that'll get you trolling here with us as well. And, oh, by the way, folks, I think the Spreaker line is working tonight as well. So the phone number is 651-968-0124, and I'll get that out in the chat room here very shortly um, as well. So, again, thanking you all for joining me on this special Friday night. We got lots to talk about. Like I said, we got uh, NBA here. Um, we got, uh, Ronda Rousey talk. She's talking about killing herself after she got jacked up by Holly Holm. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, Manning. Now, uh, the story takes another twist and turn as, uh, along with him, uh, allegedly quote unquote teabagging this young, uh, trainer. Uh, this was all tied into apparently, and again, allegedly some, uh, academic cover up as well. So that story just kind of coming out tonight. We'll cover that. Big Ten. Uh, Minnesota finally got their first win. Go Gophers. That's right. Minnesota finally with their first win in Big Ten action all year. Coach Baby Patino is uh, definitely uh, not that he is by any means off the hot seat, but it was a good win over a number six Maryland team last night. And what can I say? You know, the Ghosts finally eked that one out. Good for them. Um, Gophers, uh, it was 68-63. All right, we'll cut that music there. Oh, then before I continue, ladies and gentlemen, out of the blue corner in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the man himself, also known as the fashion pimp of the Doug Stewart chat room, if you need your Gator shoes touched up, this is the man. You know him. He is Mr. Rail Scott. What's up, Big Rail? 
Get up out your seats for Rel Scott, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, sir? Big Rel, my main man, breaking it out. Uh, hey, Rel, what are, we, what are we sipping on tonight, my man? Uh, we got the uh, Henny going. Uh, we got that private stock going. Let the let the chat room know. <laughs> Old man Cuddy says uh, Rel's got that brandy going. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, Rel is the fashion pimp, man. That's right. <laughs> you know this. Uh, so, yeah, well, uh, Gophers win. Uh, we'll set up Big Ten basketball for tomorrow. Like I said, I ain't got no notes. We're just here having fun. Um, I'll get the chat or the phone number out here in the chat room again. That number is 651-968-0124. And I'm typing in, and there we go in the chat room. Oh, and here we go. Let's see what we got going on. You are live and direct with Vince Wright, the governor. Who do we got tonight? What's going on, Spurs Governor? Spurs done right in the Minnesota area. What's up, baby? Hey, Chief Rocker, hold on. You know we got to do it. Get that music going for you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jersey. Jersey, what's going on, sir? Hey, man, I'm just chilling like a better man here in the A. You know what I'm saying? We've been having that nice, smooth weather. You know, I'm sipping on a little bit of Henny tonight with some Coronas, you know, uh, I just finished listening to that Devil Brothers show, you know what I'm saying, uh, when I was training, that's right, Cuddy, I was training your, your, your grandson tonight, you know what I'm saying, and uh, Cuddy said Chief Rocker on the mic, that's right, I'm rocking, baby, you're real Scott, man, you gotta follow me, man, I had a little show on this morning, man, I wanted you to be in the house, man, so, um, you know, we're going to have to rip that up, man. I'm going to have to make sure I get a direct line to you, Rail, when I come on, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, we got our main man, Big Jersey Vern, up in here as well on the Sports Done Right show, coming to you live and direct, a little Friday night edition. So, Jersey, man, first off, glad you're feeling better. Oh, before we continue, we got some new players in the chat room. First off, we got to give it up for that main man. He's cooking with the microwave usually. He is Big John Fisher. And, John, when I get this, uh, I'm using my wife's laptop here, which ain't really agreeing with the downloads of your music. But once we get that figured out, sir, yes, sir, we're going to get John's music on here. But anyway, John, uh, cooking with the microwave, Fisher is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Okay, so, Jersey, my man, um, welcome back. Uh, good yes, show. This, good show this morning, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was real nice to kind of a pleasant surprise there, brother, to have you on this morning. So, uh, how you been feeling, man? Oh, man, I'm getting better, man. Um, I should have tempted uh, his Hennessy about a day or two earlier because uh, it seemed like it's killing the germs. You know, it seemed like I'm feeling a little better than what I was. Like this morning, I was kind of winded during the show. You know. Because uh, I wasn't really fully strength, you know, as far as um, the vitamins or, you know, there's a little honey in me, man. So I, I feel a little better now, man. I feel like going, man. You know, I feel like uh, running a little marathon tonight. You feel like doing that, guy? All right. There you go, brother. There you go. Big Vern is in the mix, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, by the way, ladies, watch out because uh, he is on the men. Um we're going to have some of that uh, big uh, Vern music on during some of the breaks tonight, Vern. Some of that baby-making music that you used to listen to back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely that, man. You know, you can put a little cool in the game on there. I was saying, you know, because I remember. 
You know what I'm saying? Not too long ago. All right, man. So, um, hey, let's check it out here, man. Um, Talk to me here. Uh, The trade deadline is over. Uh, New York and didn't really do a whole lot there. So what do you see maybe for the second half of the season now that, um, you know, we're past this trade deadline with the New York Knicks? What do you think your Knicks are going to do the second half of this season, Vernon? Well, after watching them the Nets tonight, man, you know, the Nets beat us tonight uh, because uh, point guard was very, very suspect, and that's what we really needed. And, man, like I said on my show this morning, Vince, uh, okay, we couldn't get the big point guard like a Teed or somebody, you know, that was out there dangling because we didn't have nobody really to give up, right? But to get a Beverly, what the hell they used to want for Beverly? But one thing about Beverly, Beverly is the type of guard that can come to a team like the Knicks with the little talent we have and pump them up because Beverly is an in-your-face point guard. He's feel that way because People look at him as being an underrated guard. He can't do nothing. He's not a big-name guard. But when he plays the big-name guards, he gets in their face and makes it hard for them to get into their game rhythm. You know what I'm saying? So a person like that coming to a team like New York, a city like New York, where the fans appreciate a hard-nosed, gutty player like that and scrappy, Oh, he would have did good for us, man. You know, he'd have put Chris, he would have put Chris Stock in the game. He would have kept Carmelo in the game. You know what I'm saying? The guy we got now, uh, Cody's on. I mean, he's just a washed up, you know, uh, throwing back to the Jerry West type game player. You know, and we don't need that, man. That game bingo. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've seen tonight, and it kind of pissed me off, man. So I look at us being like this. If we don't let the young boy Jerry Grant get out there and start and play. And just take our lumps, you know what I'm saying? Him and um, uh, <clears throat> uh, Galloway play, right? Then it's going to be a long second half for us, man. We're going to win some, lose some. But we need to win more than we lose in order to get that eighth spot, man. So uh, it's going to be rough, man. You know, it's going to be rough, man. Yeah, I hear you, man. I got the same thing happening here in Minneapolis with the Timberwolves, brother. So. Um, let me just uh, run through some of these scores here. We got a full slate of games going on Friday night. Uh, we have uh, Miami over Atlanta, 98-90. Uh, New Orleans, 103, the 96 over Philadelphia, about nine minutes left. Chicago, uh, 101-89 over Toronto. Milwaukee is down a point to Charlotte, 87-86. Um, what do we got here? And actually, you know what, folks? Actually, I'm going to bypass the rest of these scores. I think these scores need to be updated. Bear with me one second, Jersey. And again, we got the Chief Rocker on here on Sports Done Right. And yes, there we go. So let me update these scores here. Miami has beaten Atlanta 115 to 111. Uh, Philadelphia 108 to 117. They're losing to New Orleans. Chicago 116 to 106 with 19 seconds left. Looks like the Bulls are going to beat Toronto. Milwaukee is down by three, and that it looks like it's a final. Charlotte 98 95 over Milwaukee. 11 seconds left um, here, and uh, what do we get? Are right, now five nine, 5.9 seconds left. Indiana's up 99 98, and. T Wolves, our T Wolves are down a point, 100 to 99 to Memphis. So, all right, Jersey. Um, hey, man, it has been, you know, it seems like forever. I mean, it's only been a couple weeks for football. 
So what do you see for your New York Giants, man? You know, the, the season's been over for a little bit. You know, uh, coach has retired. Um, some of the stuff's kind of played out now, and then things have settled down a little bit for your G-men. So, you know, what did, what did the next maybe three months look like for uh, the New York Giants, Vern? Okay, uh, this is what I hear from, you know, sources that are close to, that's close to the team, man. Uh, you know, we have a lot of free agent money, right? Um, we have some extra. Um, I think they want Victor Cruz to uh, redo his contract to put a little more on the table. But it's what they need to do and what they're going to try to do is go after defensive players. We need a rusher, right? We're thinking about are we going to resign JPP or press ties him or whatever, right? Uh, we need linebackers to go with um, – Two of we got we still only have two good linebackers left, but they're gonna make a couple of cuts, right? Uh, we don't see we need to get two linebackers. Uh, in the secondary, we definitely need a take control safety in the back on um, the defense, right? Because offense is pretty good. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna go into draft and draft a wide receiver to uh, opposite ODB, and if Cruz take that uh, salary rearrangement, then he'll play the slot because. I mean, you ain't playing two years, so anything to help the team, you need to try to do, you know. And that's real, man, because uh, right now you can either be cut or whatever, you know. But um, that's that's our main moves we're going to make. And I heard that uh, late in the draft they're going to try to pick a quarterback that's an athletic quarterback, you know, for the future because, I mean, even though you got signed that contract, he only got one more year guaranteed after this one. So, uh, I mean, we were going to make some moves because, see, last year we lost five games late in the game, you know, like with minutes and seconds or whatever left in the game. We lost five games like that, either coaching or quarterback or just stupid ball playing, period. And I feel them five games could have had us in the playoffs and we would have did what we had to do at the end of the game. So we're not far away. So it ain't like we got to blow this shit up. All we got to do is replace what was ignorant and correct things. We already did that with the coach. Uh, I think the coach we got, he's an offensive genius because he's coached behind the coffee at Green Bay. You know, he was a quarterback coach to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre one time. You know, so he has a little knowledge in him. As far as, then he brought some coaches in that's going to help the Giants because they coach with him, you know. So we're going to be the Packers of the East, you know, because that's what the offense is. Ever since he's been with the Giants, he had made Eli a better quarterback. He has statistics. And, um, you know, everything about him has changed. He dropped down on interceptions. He doesn't get sacked as much, even though he got two left feet. That's the only reason he'll get sacked, man. If he was a mobile quarterback, he probably would hardly ever get sacked in his offense. So I just look at it like this, man. If everybody goes by what's scripted, we should have a better year next year, man. And I look for big things out of the Giants, man. All right, that sounds good. And, folks, we rocking with the Chief Rocker himself. Jersey Vern is up in this joint. Appreciate him coming through as always, Jersey. Um, you know, Jersey, one of the questions I wanted to ask you last time uh, before we had that unfortunate little drop-off there with the Skype uh, on last week's show, 
Um, I wanted to get to you about your quarterback there, Mr. Manning. Um, uh, we'll talk about his brother here a little later on, but um, Eli Manning, what do you know? What do we see um, evolving for him in the next uh, couple years here as a New York Giant? Do you think he's maybe on the downslope of his career? Where do you kind of see him going and fitting in here in the next two to three years with your Giants? Uh, this year right here is going to be Eli do a die season. If Eli have a good season this year and uh, he make it to the promised land, I think Eli will walk away due to the point that so much scrutiny is going with his brother. Because his brother is going to end up going to court. Because um, if uh, our people stick together and petition a lot of things and back up Sean King theory and everything that's in there in, in those seventy-four pages, man, uh, Peyton Manning he's gonna take it on the chair, man. So Eli is gonna try to play. For one, Eli is a uh, is a competitive type brother. Eli is the type of brother that he hated that um, Peyton tied him on Super Bowl. And he knew that Cal Robinson won that game. But that's the look Eli had. Everybody talking about the look he had, talking about it was a retarded look. No, it was a look of, damn, I got to hear this now. I tired my brother, and he's not the only one that got the most Super Bowl. So Eli is on a mission. Eli probably that night called up McAdoo and said, listen, man, I want to work hard on this playbook. I want you to extend the playbook. I want us to go a little deeper. I need for management to get another receiver in here, um, a back that's going to follow instructions and, and come out the backfield like the Green Bay backs used to do back in the days, you know what I'm saying, and block for me at times, you know. Uh, Eli, I'll tell you, lays it all down on the line. But that's the look I've seen. Everybody don't know my quarterback like I do. I know when he got the going power look, you know, it's a different look than with the look he had after the Super Bowl, you know. So, um, I think Eli had one more good year. Um, if he do play next year, he's going to struggle. But this this is, this season coming up, he's going to have a good year. But if he goes beyond this season right here, it'd be time to replace him. That's why I said that Jerry Reese is looking to go after athletic quarterback to play in that system where Eli finally hangs it up, man. So, um, he don't have that long to go, man, you know. Because his money is going to be crucial for us getting more players down the line as each year go. So right. uh, they they just rewarded him. That's why the reason he got that contract. They rewarded him for two Super Bowls that you know the defense really won for us back in those days. Right, and that's why I wanted to ask you because you know I mean you know Eli's been playing here for a minute, man. So it is uh, you know it's got to get it's got to be something on the radar there for the New York Giants front office. In turn, now you know I, you know you know the backups more than I do out there. I couldn't even tell you who the Giants' backup is, but you know if uh, uh, you know if they're not confident in that backup, they're gonna have to start looking at uh, possibly making that draft pick here shortly, Vern. Oh yeah, uh, if you if you really want to know the backup, all you got to yeah, do is ask the microwave, John Fisher, and, uh, a quarterback out of Syracuse. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um. Uh, he got one of those funny names. John Fisher know him good, but he's a, a backup. He's a backup quarterback. He came out of Syracuse, and uh, I think you know what? Um, to be truthful, man, I can't really down him because he had good games in the preseason. 
You know, he won two games with the Giants in the preseason this year because our, our first-string offense wasn't doing nothing in preseason. And uh, he came in the games and played pretty well. Uh, I can't just think of his – no, Nesbitt. Nesbitt, that's his name. Oh, right, right. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, he's back up. He's out of Syracuse. Uh, but he's not the type of quarterback, Vince, that can take over. To be a quarterback in New York, you got to be special. You got to have something about you. You got to have wit. You got to have that fine determination. You, you know, like a Broadway true. Joe, Phil Sim, um, Jeff Hostecker. You got to have that type of goody grit in you. If you don't have that, you don't get eaten up. So that's why a lot of quarterbacks really don't make it, man. That's why the Jets is having problems, you know. Or whatnot, but um, yeah, man, uh, we really don't have a good backup. So I feel uh, if Jerry Reed really stick to what he was saying, man, he gonna go get an athletic quarterback in the later round. All right, and uh, all before we uh, continue here and uh, finish up with Jersey Vern, we gotta welcome uh, Mister Uganda himself. Togo is up in the house. What is up, my main man, Togo? Appreciate him coming through as well. Got real yeah, stuff up in here. What's yeah. up, Vern? You said, uh, 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 Togo is from, uh, Tampa, huh? Uh, okay. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, so, yeah. Hey, we, uh, that's what's up. Yep, um, the main man uh, is hanging with us tonight. Uh, we got John Fisher up in here. We got Cuddy. Um, who knows, maybe his uh, grandson, Jungle, will make uh, an appearance. But, you know, Jungle, he's on lock with Mrs. Jungle. You know, Angie got him on lockdown, sir, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I'm training with him from his show earlier, you know, so he really don't want to come on tonight, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. So, Jersey, um, before I let you get out of here, man, there is one thing I got to talk about. Um, Obviously, it's that time of year. Pitchers and catchers uh, reporting here in a couple days. So it is uh, baseball time. What do we think about them New York Yankees? Well, I tell you, man, like I said in my show earlier, you know, I see a lot of people out here don't like baseball, but uh, I'm going to talk about it, man, because I'm a dead-hard Yankee fan, man. You know, um, <clears throat> if, we, if our starting pitchers can pitch six strong innings and we go into the sixth inning uh, with the lead, we got the Kansas for the seventh. We got Miller, who led the team in the American League of Saves last year, pitching the eighth. And then we got... Rondash Chapman that came from the Cincinnati Reds throwing a hundred miles an hour fastball to be our closer. We can interchange. You know, one day if Chapman can't close, the other two can close. So we're ready, man. I mean, uh, and then we got a nice little smoky lineup too, man. You know, we picked up some people and we I don't think we finished. We picked up that guy you had in the outfield, young boy. Uh he's gonna be the fourth outfielder. He's gonna he plays each and every outfielder every game. He gonna play most of the time because uh, he's young. He got energy, you know. But uh, hey, man, okay, I'm looking right. for big things from the Yankees this year, man. And uh, one thing I like that's happening: Derek Jeter's being more active in in spring training with the team, talking to the younger players, man. And they really motivated because they feel that. Derek Jeter was that guy, and everybody in the world know that he was that guy, you know. So, and I'm glad you spoke on baseball. I'm glad that you let me come on your show and you ask these questions that 
you know, uh, only a chief rocket can bring the answer to you, you hey, know, so, um, hey, man, anytime, Vince, you know, I'm here for you, baby, and um, uh, before I go, I just want everybody out there in the Midwest and everybody that's in the chat to know that we in the microwave, John Fisher will be doing the bottom to the top show that hasn't been on for a couple of weeks now. We'll be coming on probably tomorrow between one and two. Uh, we're doing a live remote, fresh out the box, nonstop, non everything, man. We just going to blow it up tomorrow, man. You know what I'm saying? So be ready, man. You know what I'm saying? Get your popcorn, peanuts, your drink, everything. Be ready because, uh, we're going to bring it to you live tomorrow. All right. That sounds good. All right. Well, Jersey, I thank you as always, my brother, for uh, calling in, giving us your expertise. And, yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to get on the baseball here um, as we get a little co- closer to spring training. We'll do a little baseball preview show and get your takes for uh, uh, not only your New York Yankees, but uh, the rest of the American League East there as well. And maybe we can finally set up that debate, get uh, you and the man from Boston there that you've been waiting for, Mr. Eddie. And, uh, oh, let yeah. The, yeah, let the Yankees and uh, the Bo Sox fan go at each other there. So I think that'd be real cool. Oh, definitely that, definitely. Make sure you make that happen, Vince. I will. All right, Jersey, thanks again for calling in, brother. All right, now. Okay, peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the main man himself, Jersey Vern. Oh, yes, Jersey Vern up in the house here, ladies and gentlemen, on Sports Done Right. We're doing a little special Friday night edition here tonight. We are rocking and rolling, and we got Big Tank in the house. Big Tank, all the way from Kentucky, is up in this joint. Real Scott, John Fisher, everybody from the Real Cast Nation is hanging with the Gov. So let's do this. We're going to take our first break here. We're a half hour into the show. Uh, we'll probably rock for another hour and a half or uh, maybe a couple minutes past as I know Fisher wants to get on. So uh, keep it tuned here to Sports Done Right. And what we're going to do tonight, we're going to finish or finish. Listen to me. We are going to um, display some of the Minneapolis sound for you here. Um, besides Prince, besides uh, maybe the time, uh, we'll get into uh, some of the deeper tracks here. So the first one we're going to do is uh, my main man, Jesse Johnson, uh, former guitarist for the time, went out on his own, actually released a lot of good music before uh, he got twisted up in a little bad scene there. I think he had to do a little jail time, but um, he is back. Uh, YouTube him, he did a nice little spot on the Tom Joyner show, just him and the guitar singing some of his cuts. So again, here it is called Can You Help Me? I'll be right back after this. This is Vince Wright. I am the sports governor, and you, my friends, are listening to Sports Done Right.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. Yes, yes. Chilling with the sports governor of Minnesota. I am Vince Wright on a Friday night bringing it to you live. We just heard from Jesse Johnson on break one. That is right. I love that song. Can you help me? Uh, From his first album, uh, Sands, the time he left the time. So and also a little bit of trivia for you uh, folks out there. As I see the chat rooms popping off and we're going to get in the chat room hot and heavy here. Um as uh, we await our special guest. But um, 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, what I was going to tell you was um, the jam seven 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 ninety three eleven nine three one one. That was actually Jesse Johnson's phone number, and uh, the rest of the band thought it'd be funny to make a little song out of that. And you know, back in the day, it was kind of a, a chore to get your number changed back in the day. So there you go, some Minnesota music trivia for you in the house but first gotta say the one and only first lady herself that's right she's in the building for a change i know you've been missing her out there she has uh, been on the road in california loving life um she's looking at me like she's half drunk right now probably is anyway ladies and gentlemen give it up for the first lady of minnesota sports miss angie wright Angie, how are you, my dear? Thank you, thank you. Doing well, doing well. So what's been new? Um, You've been uh, out of the scene here on Sports Done Right. The people have been wondering what's going on with the First Lady. So um, besides your work travels, what have you been up to? Well, it's plain and simple. I just had to get out of here. The mansion just isn't the place to be all the time. And I can understand that. We miss you, but, you know, breaks are always nice, I guess. So what do you think? Your Gophers finally won a basketball game last night. A miracle. A miracle. Oh, Big Rel is out there. Rel Scott says hello to you. What up, Rel? Big Rel. I know we have a special listener tonight that's probably shopping in Walmart right now. The, the Como Cougar is tuned in, I heard. Who? What? John Ozak. The Como Cougar. Okay, the Como Cougar. Um, all right, moving on, moving on. Um, like I said, she's uh, had a, had a couple of uh, sips He's of wine a tonight on the East Side. Remember, John? Okay, John is a legend on the East Side. And speaking of John, John Fisher says hello to the First Lady. Togo Uganda says hello to the First Lady. Everybody is uh, wishing you the best. So. Um, what else is going on out there? You've been running the first daughter around and uh, all her basketball com- escapades there. Yeah, she's making quite a splash in her games recently. Last weekend she scored 22 points. Oh. Go, Sydney. And old man Cuddy says the first lady is tired of the Govs hyperbole. Ha ha. Yeah, you're funny, old man. You are really funny. Um, you look tired. You look beat down, Cuddy. You look beat down, but we're glad you're listening anyway, sir. We're glad you're listening anyway. And again, this is Sports Done Right with Vince Wright. And uh, joining me here for a couple minutes is the First Lady of Minnesota Sports, my wonderful wife, Angie Wright. And um, Angie, over here, Angie. Like I said, she's been sipping tonight, people. So um, I have to pick up the first daughter. I have not been sipping. Okay, well, that's good to know. That's good to know. And uh, Togo says, what? 20 points. Those skills come from the first lady. No, they do not. Yes, they no, do. No, they do not. I can still beat them on No, one. no, no. See, the first shake lady. Shake to the left, shake to the right. The, <laughs> the first lady thinks that. Um, oh, by the way, the first lady claims that she was all conference. Was. We're still waiting. Captain. To, you know, here, oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, she, that's what it is, X-Files, because that is a bunch of malarkey. We are still waiting 
uh, for this certificate to appear. It's somewhere. Yeah, in outer space, and that's why this music. Buckets in storage. (laughs) In storage. Anyway, folks, um, Angie's kind of from a different world, so that's why we're playing her theme music here, along with uh, Old Man Cuddy's music. But we're we're waiting for the uh, the uh, what uh, the all conference um, certification here, sweetie. You need help. (laughs) Oh, that's why we love her. Rel Scott says, "I believe you." Oh, Rel, come on. Exactly, he knows what's up. Rel. Hey, Rel, no, no, not even close. Hey, Rel, for you. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Anyway, um, she claims to be um, all conference, but me and uh, the daughter are still waiting for confirmation on that. But uh, Ann's got a nice little game. She's all right for a girl. (sighs) Women hold it down in this mansion, people. Women hold it down. Yeah, anyway. We'll get something for it to hold down anyway. All right, folks. Um, let's check this chat room here. Rel Scott says, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, we all know that. Togo says, the gov burned it out on Joe. <laughs> whatever. That's so true. He is just Whatever, whatever. Rel caking it um, from Jersey Vern out there. Big Tank Murdoch in here. Lynx need this ball player. Yep. Little Sydney does need to be a future Minnesota Lynx. Appreciate Big Tank joining us from Kentucky down there tonight. Um, Cuddy, we've already gone over his stuff. Big John Fisher's in here, and he will be cooking with um, the microwave um, after my show tonight. So make sure you stick around, and I'll do a little real cast late night listening tonight. So um, what else? Who else we got in the chat room here? And again, you're listening to Vince Wright on Sports Done Right. Um, we got some new drops, some new uh, commercial intros and outros coming from Miss Tree Taylor. So we're going to have some new sounds it's on the show. Coming today, today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, Tree Taylor. How can we forget? We'll have to tell her to listen here at the 44-minute mark. And, um, again, Tree Taylor, the former uh, producer of the Doug Stewart Show. Uh, everybody misses Tree on the show. But Tree is doing her thing, making her own things happen, and we wish her nothing but the best. But again, happy birthday to you, Katrina Taylor, um, down there in the ATL. I know she. Uh, I was talking to her a little earlier today about some uh, sports done right business, and uh, she was definitely looking forward to going out tonight and having some fun down there in the ATL. So um, hope she's sipping, hope she's being safe. And again, Tree, we love you. Happy birthday from everybody. Um, at the real cast and that sports done right. So, all right. Um, Angie is waiting for the women's hockey game, women's high school hockey girls, here in Minnesota. Or, excuse me, girls. Uh, Sydney's school is in the high school tournament here, so Angie is going to be going to pick her up from the arena here shortly. Uh, did you realize they're 28 and old? Okay, that's great. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> what? What's that look for? You're supposed to report on all sports. Why every time we bring up a female sport, your attention wanes? Oh, that's not true. And uh, like Big Tank says, um, we're laid back sipping on gin and juice. I think you're uptight. I think I got my mind on my money and my money's on your mind. What's going on? Anyway, first lady here. And um, love the hairstyle, by the way. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Chief Rocker Jersey Vern Tree don't want to party. I invited her out to some real sets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she knows about you, Chief Rocker. That's why. She says, Tree ain't stupid. She knows she can't keep up with you, man. So, um, all right. What else we got going you got on here? Right, out, man. Oh, and apparently Angie has found the uh, soundboard here. So, <laughs> stop. Oh, she's a funny I one. I should work the board. You should. You should. Oh, hold on. The main man here. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd love to welcome Mr. Jungle Brother to the house. Thank you for joining us in the mansion tonight, Jungle Brother. Appreciate you coming by, sir, and uh, hanging with me and the first lady here. Okay, Murdoch, ask who's 28 and old. Oh, well, okay, all right, okay, people want to know, sure. Okay, uh, girls hockey, high school hockey here in Minnesota, the state tournament's going on. Our daughter's school is ranked number one in the big school tournament, as it's called. Uh, Hill Murray High School. Um, they're playing Maple Grove High School. And actually, Maple Grove, the fourth-ranked team, is up one nothing right now in the second period, which is just about to end. So Hill, Hill Murray's better better get going here or this uh, upset is going to be complete. They're going for the three-peat. They've won the state championship two years in a row. All right, and this is uh, the women's corner on Sports Done Right. You need help. All right. Um, the oh, the, there she goes again. I got to watch it. She is a fun one. She has apparently found the switchboard, and like I said, um, Angie is um, out of control. She's had some wine. and I didn't have any wine tonight. What, you have some bourbon? The only wine I've been hearing yeah, is Oh, here. it's yours, the Dukes. Okay, she's messing with the board over here. Now she's a little out of control, folks. So, again, Sports Governor Vince Wright. And, of course, you got his wonderful wife, Angie. From Parts Unknown, Galaxies Unknown. And you are listening to Sports Done Right. Okay, thank you. Oh, she's a fun one. Angie had some cushion. <laughs> no, I don't roll like that. I do not roll like that. Oh boy. Anyway, that's that's my girl, and you see why um, we are celebrating as of May fourth yeah, this year, yeah. twenty year. Says, I'm your whose computer are you using? Yep, you're using mine. Without my computer, to be sports done wrong tonight. Oh, here she goes. Oh, she gives herself some applause. Anyway. Oh, boy. So, you get to see kind of behind the scenes what goes on here on a daily basis at the Executive Mansion. Um, I get to hang out with this uh, wonderful, wonderful woman here. And, yeah, 20 years, May 4th of this year. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for our uh, big trip here. We've been uh, thinking about going to Sandals back in Jamaica. They got some new over-the-water suites at the uh, Montego Bay location. So, uh, John Fisher, um, I know you got that Jamaica blood in you, man. Maybe we'll run down, uh, hang out with Grandma Eunice down in Montego Bay. But anyway, you got anything else left to say there, uh, Smarty? <sighs> not much, not much. The gov is a puppet ruler. <laughs> Whatever. 
Exactly. I'm running things in this mansion, man. I am the governor. She is the first lady. That's where the power ends. Otherwise, hey, I don't know. Jungle Brother says, did I miss Gov talking about his stellar recruiting class, Gov Groundhogs, on a signing day? I heard they signed 10 players in the ESPN top 10,000. Now, the Gophers, they're going to come out screaming in football next year. Well, you That's know. That's my prediction. Exactly. That's my prediction. Yeah, of course. And, of course, you know, it is the Jungle Brother. He's always trolling. Gophers have a very, I won't say a very easy schedule. They have an easier schedule, Jungle Brother. And it is the perfect situation for them to bounce back after this year. Um, they really don't have any excuses, to be honest with you, with this schedule coming up. They got a lot of players still in place. So with that being said, the Gophers should uh, be back in around the 8-9 uh, win region again. But, of course, it is Gopher football. Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. Moms is May 1st. Cool. Stop, Angie. Rim shot, exactly. And see, Angie thinks she's like a stand-up comedian. Always has, always will. Um, she's a wonderful mom. She's a good lady. But she can't tell a joke to save her life. You got to knock the fuck out, man. man. There we go again. Man. Okay. And apparently she loves messing with the soundboard. things on the soundboard. Well, okay. We'll, we'll work on that. But you just leave the show to me here. The Gophers, Gophers are, are terrible. terrible yet, yet, first off, Tank, that's for you because you are absolutely correct. They are terrible at basketball. Oh, Joey King or whatever, yeah. What a baby. Well, you know, storming the court after you get your first win in uh, 13 or 14 tries there is not impressive. I was not happy with my alma mater acting like they just won the national championship, for goodness sakes. It is what it is. You're a 1-13 team in conference. Uh, Obviously glad they got the win, glad they got the win against the number six team in the country, but, you know, Let's just settle it down here and uh, get back to reality. What were your thoughts on the big win last night, First Lady? Well, I mean, it was great that they finally won a game, but after I saw him blubbering on the TV, I, I had to turn my attention elsewhere. It's embarrassing. And that's the First Lady. And um, the, by the way, you are not listening to an episode of Fargo. That is Angie and her real voice. I do not have an accent. She has that Minnesota accent. Yes, she does. Yeah, for sure. You betcha. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Scott says they act like they won the NCAA. Yeah, they did. It was ridiculous. Uh, Togo says the Gophers would lose even if they were in a small school division. Uh, Probably. They did lose to both the South Dakota schools, uh, which uh, border us on the west here, Togo. Um, University of South Dakota, which, by the way, started five Minnesota kids, came in here and beat us, as did South Dakota State. And I think uh, South Dakota is Division One for basketball. I think they both are actually in, like, the Horizon League or something like that. But, um, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right, sir. All right, well, I'm going to let the first lady get out of here. I need to go. There's some squatters in the mansion. Yeah. Uh, I need to get them out Yeah, we got, uh, got uh, the 20-year-old hanging out like it's a frat house tonight. So him if, and his posse are about to get dealt uh, with. If you're 20 dealt and you with. can't get a place to live, you can't squat here. This is true. All right, so um, we're going to do this. We're going to take a break here. Again, we're f- featuring music from Minnesota, uh, namely uh, from our two of our favorite hometown producers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. 
Um, obviously did a lot of work with Janet Jackson back in the day and one of my favorite songs um, uh, that I used to uh, hang out with uh, the first lady with back in the day. Let me tell you, this was one of her favorites. Uh, used to kind of, you know, get her in that mood, so to speak. So let's go. We're going to play a little bit of Janet. We'll be back in about four and a half minutes. Going to keep the sports talk talking here. We're almost an hour into the show tonight. Look at that. Yeah, Tank 20, young, wild, and free. Ain't that something, my friend? All right, folks, keep it tuned here to Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Hashtag free living. I love it. That's uh, Yeah, let's go with that hashtag tonight. Let's see if we can get that going, everybody. Let's have free living. Uh, ride raw like Tree used to say, and I will be right back after this break. And um, keep it tuned here. Sports Governor Vince Wright, live on Spreaker.com. Like a moth to a flame burned by the fire My love is blind, can't you see my desire? That's the way love goes
want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright in the sports Governor of Minnesota, live and direct, coming to you from the Situation Room, deep within the Executive Mansion. I am chilling, I am sipping, I'm having a good time, and everybody in the chat room, I hope you're doing the same. Uh, we got the Kimbo Slice fight here tonight, and that's on FX. Ralph Scott keeping us tuned in on that, and I am actually going to f- find that myself, and uh, so we can maybe keep an eye on that together. Or, 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 oh, that's a pay-per-view probably. What am I thinking? Duh. Is that a pay-per-view, Rel? Let me know. Or is that something we can uh, watch here on, like, Fox Sports 1 or something like that, one of them fights? Um, let us know. Again, Vince right here on Spreaker.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am the sports governor. You're listening to Sports Done Right. Uh, you can find our main shows on Tuesday nights, but we are doing a Friday night show as well. The phone line is open, 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. We'll get that in the chat room as well. But let me get back out here in the chat because, uh, yeah, we were rolling there with some of the sounds of Minneapolis. We had Janet. We had uh, The Time with their song Pandemonium off the same uh, album, or excuse me, album of the same name uh, called Pandemonium as well. And uh, one of my favorite tunes, uh, that Pandemonium album came out. That was uh, kind of their album with that Lame Prince movie, Graffiti Bridge. Um, The time came out, and the album's pretty good, so check it out. It's called Pandemonium, and um, definitely worth your listen out there as well. So Rams kind of had a clearinghouse today in FL. Laurinaitis is gone. And Rel Scott says Laurinaitis is actually Road Warrior Animal's son, true, and also uh, grew up here in YZ, Minnesota. Uh, Animal um, actually showed up at my high school one day, one of the biggest thrills of my life. Got to meet him. And, uh, yeah, love the Road Warriors here in Minnesota, baby. Um, The boys were no joke. And, man, what can you say? Uh, Demolition came along. They were kind of the cheap knockoff. But, man, Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal, man, you could not touch them bad boys. And we come, this is AWA territory up here for wrestling. I know we got like Mid-South, um, the old WCW wrestling down south, obviously, um, things like that. But, you know, we, we had all the folks up here. Ric Flair is from the Minneapolis area. So, um, you know, the Nature Boy. Uh, spends lots of time back here in Minnesota as well. So lots of things happening. Let's see what else is going on in the chat room here. It's free on Spike TV. Okay, well, let me find my Spike TV rel and check this fight out, man. That's the thing. I don't normally watch too much Spike, I don't think. Oh, there we go. Oh, Bellator. So we are rocking and rolling. All right, fight's about to go down. Oh, da-da. Kimbo, um, if you have not seen Dada, he has that uh, uh, documentary on Netflix. I forgot, uh, Dogfight, that's what it is. That's what it is. 
Um, them brothers, that's Miami's a tough scene, man. Once you get away from them tourist areas and if you, you know the rich areas, Miami ain't no joke. And them brothers down in the hood, they're just uh, having these fights in the backyard, doing their thing, and now they are rocking and rolling. Uh, oh, well, this is actually round three. So, Rel, why don't you give us an update? Who do you think's winning this fight so far? Um, I just turned it on. Um, we got the two brothers going at it, two big boys, and I imagine um, either one of them can get dropped here. Oh, looks like Kimbo Slice taking down Dada. And again, you got Vince right here. Um, Jersey Vern, that's on Spike. It's on the Spike channel. It's a free fight tonight, so make sure you check it out. Um, they just started round three there, Jersey. Um, I don't know how many rounds. Let's see. One of three. Oh, they're only going three rounds in this tonight. So there you go. All right, folks. So, uh, yeah. Um, also, Howie Long's kid was let go by the Rams today. Uh, Chris Long was gone. Um, another player was gone. And uh, they released these players to save about $23 million on the on the books there. So now that's the other thing that the season's over. Everybody's going to start uh, clearing space, getting the salary caps ready for next year. So this is just the beginning of um, kind of, I won't say a fire sales, but there's definitely going to be a lot of very interesting moves here during the free agency. Um, so just make sure that uh, you keep an eye out on your favorite team. Um, the NCAA president is a little uneasy about Michigan coaches Jim Harbaugh's Florida trip. Uh, Jim Harbaugh wanted to move a week of their non-contact uh, training down to uh, Florida there. Um, I forgot the exact. Um, let me pull up the story here. I forgot the exact city. Um, but, the, he, you know, the SEC commissioner, the SEC, uh, some coaches, some college presidents are uh, very uneasy about that. Um, Coach Harbaugh, um, full steam ahead. And uh, the Wolverines would go down, oh, yeah, to the IMG Academy in Florida for a week of practice beginning on February 29th. Oh, so that would just be right next week, folks. So what do you guys think about that? Um, you know, a lot of you guys are down there, uh, down south, um, SEC fans, uh, ACC country as well. What do you think about uh, Coach Harbaugh? bringing uh, the Michigan Wolverines down there for a week of practice at IMG. I don't really see the big deal. I mean, obviously, this time of year up north here, um, anytime you can get down to Florida, you know, we all good with it. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, I don't, you know, I mean, things change. I mean, you know, you got to think outside the box. And, um, you know, in the, the recruiting battles that Michigan battles in, which is, you know, the, the top tier players of the country, um, you know, you got to do something to stand out. And also it gives them a footprint in the football heavy state of Florida, of course. So, Ralph Scott says Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Ole and Arn Anderson. Oh, yes. And as Ralph says, AWA was the truth. Absolutely. Forgot about Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, the boys, the four horsemen also down there down south. Um, you know, this is Vern Gagne territory up here in wrestling. He was the one that did all the, all the training for the AWA. Uh, you know, his son, um, oh God, Greg Gagne, um, Jim Bronzel, the High Flyers, Hulk Hogan, when he came through here right before he uh, was in Rocky Three, 
Um, he was the heavyweight champion up here. Him and Nick Bockwinkle used to do a lot of wrestling. Bobby DeBrain Heenan cut his teeth up here. This is where Gene Okerlund uh, grew, grew up and was born and cut his teeth as an AWA announcer before. Uh, he got into it with Vern and wound up going to Vince McMahon, and the rest is history there. So uh, Kimbo Slice, um, Chief Rocka, is uh, the gentleman in the uh, white, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one in the white. Dada's the one in the uh, black. And again, check out Dogfight on Netflix. Um, just some backyard brawler, man. <laughs> That's all I can say. Some backyard brawlers. So, all right. Um, what else we got going on here? Some news and notes. Again, um, we're just winging it tonight. Albert Pujols is asking seven point seven five million from for what? Oh, that's um, from a different little spot there. Let's give you an update on these basketball games here because a lot of these games now have gone final. So let's give you an update there. And again, you got sports done right. And what do we got here? Waiting for our feed to pop up here in the situation room. And Rel, again, Rel, who do you think's winning this fight? Because I missed the um, uh, the first round, my friend. So want to know who you think's winning this bad boy? And let's see what we got here on a Friday night in the NBA. All right, again, Orlando one ten one oh four over Dallas. Uh, Washington 98-86 over the Detroit Pistons. Brooklyn Nets take down the inner city New York Knicks jersey. Brooklyn wins 109-98. Kind of a disappointing loss. I thought the Knicks were a little bit better than uh, the Nets tonight, but guess not. Atlanta loses to Miami 115-111. And again, thoughts out to Chris Bosh. Um, possible uh, blood clots again. Um, we'll just kind of wait and see what happens with him. But, um, again, best of luck. Chicago, 10-point winner over Toronto, as we stated earlier, 116-106. to 106. Memphis takes down my Minnesota Timberwolves, unfortunately, 109-104. Philadelphia, um, let's see, Philadelphia. Milwaukee beat Charlotte. Oklahoma City um, lost tonight to Indiana. Philadelphia lost to the New Orleans Pelicans, 121-114. to And late games going tonight. Uh, Phoenix is losing badly to Houston, 78-56. to uh, We also have Golden State, and they are down right now to Portland. Uh, the third quarter just started. Portland has an eight-point lead over the champs, 70-62. to Sacramento is uh, uh, 70 to 57 on the Denver Nuggets. Utah is up by three on Boston, 38-35. And last game of the uh, evening, the San Antonio Spurs are up 48-42 on the Los Angeles Lakers. So, all right, Rel Scott says they've been hugging each other for a whole round. He says 50-50. Um, so we we will see what's up here. We are in round two of three. Again, um, this is some MMA action. Uh, Dada against uh, Kimbo Slice. This is kind of an inner city uh, turf battle thing here. Um, Dada's kind of been the guy that does this in the streets, um, arranges matches in people's backyards, literally on the fly. Uh, Kimbo Slice, I do know by watching this documentary, Kimbo 
um, used to do the same thing, but uh, he was kind of discovered first and made the made a little name for himself. So now Dada is getting his shot, but um, I don't know. From what I'm seeing, he, he's looking real tired. He's been put down a couple times here. Uh, Kimball, ooh, just caught him with a good left, uh, short left. Oh, oh, they're starting to connect on some punches here. But um, Jungle Brother says, send email Chief Rocker as an attachment. Okay, they must got some business going there. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com. So, all right, what else we got going on here today? Um, what do you guys got going on this weekend? What are we uh, doing here? Uh, any big games uh, going on? Anything you keep an eyes on? Um, uh, oh, what was that? Oh, Mr. Miller, Heath Miller there for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers retiring today. And, you know, very, very stellar career for him. Couple rings there with the um, uh, the uh, Super Bowl champions there. So after 11 years, the Steelers Heath Miller is calling it a career. And you know, a little story here on uh, CBS just talks about him. You know, a pitcher of reliability. He started 167 of 168 games uh, during the regular season. He started all 15 postseason games he played in. Uh, Miller he finishes his career with 592 receptions. Uh, he has 6,569 receiving yards, and he has 45 touchdowns. Um, which is most by a tight end in Steeler history. He's 69th all-time in NFL history for receptions at any position. So, again, congratulations to Mr. Heath Miller. Um, He has earned his retirement. He has done it all, and I hope uh, he can enjoy it with his family now and move on. So, Ro Scott out there in the chat room says, I'm still mad about the North Carolina Duke game. What are you talking about? Come on, what are you talking about? Oh, man, Duke, beautiful win. Nice. To, I mean, that gritty Duke team, you know, coach with, um, um, you know, the greatest coach out there, Coach K, um, you know, just figuring out how to keep, um, you know, that uh, team from down the road in check. And, yeah, it was a close one, man, but Duke found a way to just kind of hang around and, you know, get themselves up and hold on for the win. So it's going to be a fun, fun March tournament, man. A couple weeks here. We're going to start having those conference tournaments break out, and then it's the big one. So um, I think this year more than not, and we'll do it, um, you know, we'll talk about it here. I'm definitely going to be doing a uh, preview show, I'm sure, like the rest of us will be. But um, it's going to be real interesting this year because anybody can lose it. Anybody can win it. You know, there's not one dominant team this year, and I think that's going to make for a real fun tournament this year. Um, let's see here in the Bellator. Yeah, the Dada dude, I think he's just, he looks kind of out on his feet here. He's um, He ain't really offering up a whole lot there, Mr. Rail Scott, who says Tar Heels all day. I don't know about that, sir, but, you know, you can have your choice. You can have your choice. Oh, man. All right. So we are an hour and 15 minutes in the sports done right. Uh, We are going to go for probably a two-hour show tonight, so about another 45 minutes. 
um, to about 11.15 Central Time right in there. And we'll turn it over to uh, Cooking with the Microwave, John Fisher in the house. And he is the uh, late night sports chameleon. He has got a great show. He's a lot of fun. And, man, what can I say? I'm just proud to be uh, the lead in for Cooking with the Microwave. Jungle Brother is in the chat room, and he says, Rel, every time you see that black ref Teddy Ballantyne doing a Duke game, bet the house on Duke. They cheating ass done set all the Ballantyne kids to great colleges. Oh, Lord have mercy. Here we go. Conspiracy with Jungle Brother. Tune in for The Conspiracy Show with Jungle Brother. Oh, you and Rel got to stop that nonsense, man. The game was called Fair and Square. Duke beat your squad again. That's all we're saying, man. That's all we're saying. All right. What else we got jumping off here in the uh, middle of the night almost? Um, let's see here. Rams saved 23 million. Oh, we talked about that. Von Miller expects to sign a long-term deal with the uh, Broncos. Well, duh. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't we want to keep the uh, Super Bowl MVP around the guy who literally, um, by himself or with, uh, DeMarcus Ware, um, those two gentlemen literally, uh, won the games by themselves for the most part. So, Alrighty, so uh, first lady trolling through my studio here, the situation room again. You guys, uh, you've given her, um, given her some. She she thinks she has power, but Jungle Brother knows how to talk to her. Jungle Brother, uh, I, he, you know, I was talking with Jungle. He was telling me he knows how to kind of talk to the ladies. So guys, if you're having some issues communication with your wives, listen to the Jungle Brother. He knows what's up. All right, Jungle Brother says, no conspiracy, Gov. It's fact. <laughs> All right. The fight is putting me to sleep. Yeah, yeah, these uh, two big guys, man, they they look real tired. Uh, Kimbo is really starting to tee off on uh, this uh, Dada dude now. Um, this Dada dude hasn't really offered up anything all night in this fight. Again, this is the Bellator MMA fight on Spike TV. Um, what else we got going tonight? Oh, uh, locally here for the Minnesota fans, we don't forget. Oh, boy, and that looks like a knockout. That looks like a knockout. Yeah, this one's done. This one is done. And that would be Mr. Kimbo Slice doing his thing. All right, but um, locally here, TKO. Um, the Minnesota Wild, we got the outdoor hockey series, the stadium series, NHL stadium series. Minnesota Wild against my ever-popular <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks. But first Saturday, it is the alumni game. That's right. The Minnesota North Stars are coming back, and they are playing the old Chicago Blackhawks in the game sun Saturday afternoon at TCF Bank Stadium. Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Central Time is the stadium series, and that'll be on NBC. 
Uh, again, Blackhawks Wild. And for folks, um, I'll, I'll just be real quick out there um, in terms of this, but um, the old Minnesota North Star Chicago Blackhawk rivalry was insane. You can YouTube the fights. Just type in Minnesota North Star Chicago Blackhawks fights. You're going to see some classic hockey fights. It was a time where I was actually a a Minnesota North Star fan like I should be. Uh, Minnesota, the North Stars were a big part of uh, uh, the fabric of life here in this state. Um, A lot of fans, um, even a lot of black kids liked uh, watching North Star games. And then when Norm Green, for reasons um, we won't get into too, too much here, um, one issue he did have is that they didn't want to renovate the Met Center, which is where the North Stars played at the time. And then he had an issue with a, um, a little secretary of his, and she filed suit. And uh, the owner's wife said, you know what, maybe it's time to look at maybe getting out of here. And that is how the Minnesota North Stars wound up down in Dallas, and they are now the Dallas Stars. But tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun for the hockey fans here in this state. Um, Minnesota legends coming back, Bobby Smith, Dino Cicerelli, um, Don Bolpre in goal, um, Willie Plett, the enforcer. And then you got the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I was listening to Tony Esposito on the radio, um, earlier today. Um, unfortunately, uh, Al Secord won't be around to get the Secord sucks chance around, but, um, we got Denny Savard. Um, you know, a few other people. I I, I was hoping, that, I wonder if Chris Chelios is going to be playing in that. That would be something, maybe Jeremy Roanick, but um, it is what it is. But so uh, that's kind of the big thing locally for Minnesota sports here. Um, that is going to be a huge game. Again, that is the outdoor uh, hockey game, the stadium series, anticipating probably about 50,000 out at uh, TCF Bank Stadium. And plus, it is going to be warm, so that is a whole different uh, game changer. Now, it might actually rain, um, so they're going to keep a close eye on the weather report up here as well. So, All right, folks, listen, I'm going to take another break. Um, I got kind of a dry throat here going today, and I definitely got to get some uh, agua uh down here um but before i do that jungle brother says from jungle brother real cast sports gov how you minnesota folks let dallas take your team and the name i'll tell you about that in a second at least the browns had a good enough sense to keep the name um yeah you're absolutely right and guess what jungle uh the nhl did not allow them allow minnesota to keep that name they did not allow them to keep the name nor the uh uh, the logo, which um, if you Google or you'll see tomorrow or um, yeah, you'll see tomorrow probably around uh, the uh, Minnesota North Star with that in with the North Star on top kind of pointing up representing North there. So, yeah, Jungle, the, N- the NHL and their infinite wisdom back in the 90s um, when the team left also said you cannot keep any of the uh, uh, copyrights to the trademarks or anything like that. So that's why they're in the Minnesota Wild actually now. Um, when the hockey team was announced that they were going to have a new hockey team here and the arena was being built in downtown St. Paul, they wanted to have the North Stars. They actually tried and begged to have the uh, North Star name and logo back. It just didn't work. So, All right, like I said, we're going to keep it moving here on the Minnesota music uh, break here. Uh, again, featuring uh, the music of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And, you know, the thing about Jam and Lewis is they worked with a lot of different groups, some people you would not actually think that, you know, 
these R&B producers would work with. Um, they worked with um, the Human League out of England um, in their tune Human. We may hear that before the show's over today. But they also worked on uh, George Michael's album um, that had Faith and Father Figure, his, his very, very huge album there back in the 90s. And they did a real cool little remix for him uh, called Hard Day. So we're going to play a little bit of that for you here while I go and get uh, <laughs> get something to drink here. And um, who knows, maybe it's time to maybe fill it up again, get a little tequila, maybe throw a little, little rum and coke on there or something. But anyway, throat is a little scratchy right now. But again, you're listening to Vince Wright. Sports done right. And when we come back, we are going to get into a little NBA talk. Again, Chris Bosh going down. What does that mean for Miami? Um, Timberwolves have coaching issues. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Sam Mitchell and his future here. As I know uh, me and Jungle Brother got on that on Jersey show this morning. So I want to just get a couple thoughts out about that as well. Um, we will talk a little bit about the Lakers. Um Again, I grew up loving the Los Angeles Lakers, but Jerry Buss has utterly destroyed that team as well. So, all right, man. Oh, and uh, Rel Scott, it looks like Rel Scott's going to be uh, leaving us here for the evening. So, Mr. Rel Scott, thank you for joining us, man. Give our best to the lovely wife. Um, I know it's late out there on the East Coast. You guys have a great night, and thank you for listening. Make sure you keep listening and spread the word, Big Rel. We love you, brother. All right, let's get this break in here, and then we're going to come back. We'll have about half hour, 35 minutes left. The sport's done right, and we're going to turn it over to Cooking with the Microwave. So this is George Michael, and uh, this is his tune, Hard Day. And this was remixed and uh, written by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis as well. So we will be right back.
job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, folks, we are back. Live and direct. And looks like, as I flipped on the monitors here in the Situation Room, unfortunately, my daughter's uh, girls hockey team, number one in the state, has gone down in defeat to Maple Grove, one nothing. Tough loss for the Hill Murray Pioneers ladies hockey team. So, um, the undefeated season comes to an end. Very, very sad time. All right, folks. Again, Vince Wright, sports governor, Jungle Brother, governor, tell us, what year did you finally let go of that Rodney King, Mitch Green, ready for the world, Jerry Curl you was rocking in high school? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 the pitcher. Um, uh, backstory on that for uh, those, uh, <laughs> I was being trolled by the host of the Doug Stewart show, Doug Stewart, he was talking about uh, Prince and kind of how, how Prince was androgynous and how basically and actually a lot of the music we were playing tonight, uh, you know, just kind of that time, you know, you had a lot of guys, you know, Prince wearing ruffles and, and things like that. So then Doug started going in on me and talking about, oh, the sports governor from Minnesota, you were androgyny at one time, you were in. So, um, no, I was not androgyny or androgynous. Um, I put up in his, uh, Facebook page, my senior picture, um, which was uh, quite interesting in itself. So that's what the jungle brother is talking about here tonight, um, on sports done right. But again, let's move on over here. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Sam Mitchell here in the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight, folks. Um, again, we're at the home stretch here of sports done right. And, you know, I wanted to touch on this because, A, me and Jungle Brother have been uh, going back and forth on Sam Mitchell here for a very, very long time. Um, I'm a big fan. 
John, or whoops, John Fisher on the chat room. We're cooking at twelve thirty Eastern. Got time, Gov? Okay, cool, cool. Um, yep, about forty-five minutes there. So um, we won't go all the way up until twelve thirty, eleven thirty Eastern. Um, we'll go uh, right up before that a little bit. Um, I got to give me some grub. It's been a long day for the governor, and we got to get some dinner, man. Shoot, I'm eating, and it's the next day almost. But anyway, um, back to Sam Mitchell here in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I really wanted to touch on this point with Sam Mitchell. Uh, Sam Mitchell is a good coach. I think that goes without being said. He's a former coach of the year in the NBA, and that says something back in 2007. So, uh, what, nine years ago now? And the thing is, is that Sam Mitchell probably will not be um, offered the job after this year unless things dramatically change here in the Twin Cities. I don't see that happening. I think uh, the Timberwolves will stumble along and maybe win another game they shouldn't here and there, but uh, it's not going to be enough to save Sam's job, unfortunately. Um, here's the thing. Uh, as we've talked about on my show Tuesday, there's been back channel, um, overtures, so to speak, uh, to Tom Thibodeau, supposedly. Um, again, he's a good coach. I don't know if he's necessarily maybe the right coach for this particular situation, but uh, we'll, that's something we can get into if uh, his name actually is one that does come into play. Um, but make no mistake about it, and a lot of analysts over this past week, week and a half, have talked about this. Um, Minnesota's going to be a very uh, you know good job to get because of the, the young talent that they have, the players. Um, obviously, Carl Anthony Towns, Wiggins. Um, Rubio survived the trade deadline here. Uh, he was rumored um, to be in talks, or not in talks, but uh, the, the Timberwolves were in talks with uh, New York, trying to get Rubio out there. Didn't happen, so he's here for now. Um, they're going to have another good draft choice. They, they, you know, they're not going to get the number one pick, but they'll have a good draft choice. But um, he's just—it's just probably not going to work out. I would personally like to see Sam get one more year. Um, But again, as we've talked about before, uh, the players, younger players in particular, are having some issues kind of buying into his program. And that's really the reason. And and it's sad because, um, you know, these these players don't know how to win. You know, they come out, they uh, play a year or two in college, especially the stars, and they just don't learn how to win. And when they come to the NBA, this is what you get. So I feel bad for Sam. I hope he lands on his feet somewhere. I hope that um, uh, he gets another shot to coach somewhere again, Uh, maybe just a different situation, a different team. I think Sam Mitchell would probably do really well with with a more uh, uh, veteran-based team than the Timberwolves are right now. That was that's kind of been the complaint you've been hearing throughout the media up here is uh, his uh, playbook, his schemes are kind of outdated. Uh, that's what uh, people have been saying up here. Um, a few players, um, things like that. So, again, hope Sam lands on his feet. Let's check out the uh, chat room here. Jungle Brother says, stop it, Gov. I know uh, that he's probably alluding to. Jungle Brother is a big 
um, you know, supporter Sam Mitchell. And uh, obviously whenever you have black coaches, because there just isn't a lot of them. So if one does not work out, it is kind of see or sad to see that happen because it doesn't, you know, it's not like there's a plethora of black coaches that are being interviewed. So when one goes down, you know, it can be a while before you kind of get that uh, position back there because they just don't look at the the black coaches um, the way they should in today, especially in today's NBA. I mean, come on, the league is you know seventy five percent black. So, um, but again, that's we'll get into that chat a little later. So I want to focus back here on Sam Mitchell. So uh, I think that that's what's going to happen. I think at the end of the year, um, they will you know, find another coach. Um, that coach will bring in his own staff, obviously. Um, that'll be kind of sad because Flip's son Ryan is one of the assistant coaches under Sam as well. So um, I hope both of those guys uh, will, and I'm sure they both will land on their feet somewhere as well. Um, Flip's son is supposedly a, a real good basketball mind and uh, probably in his own right to be a head coach, um, you know, maybe 10 years down the road or so. Uh, maybe even sooner than that. Who knows? So that's what's going on with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they, uh, Zach Levine has uh, really kind of, uh, you know, turned into a real nice little guard. Um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, rookie of the year probably. So, again, talent is there. A lot of fun to be had. And um, we'll just see what happens. Now, the Chief Rocker Jersey Vern out there in the chat room. Uh, says KG will take over. Well, KG is supposedly going to be in on the ownership uh, side. Um, again, minority interest their jersey. So I think, uh, again, more like a figurehead. Um, you know, hey, he'll be the kind of the face of the franchise, like, like Magic Johnson is for the Dodgers. You know, you got Magic sitting there at all the games and, you know, walking the concourse, signing autographs, things like that. So, um, and maybe Kevin can uh, talk some of these guys into giving Minnesota a shot. Um, it, it, you know, it really is a nice area up here. Obviously, it's, it, it can be very brutal in the winter. We get that. Um, but again, the young team, uh, they have probably the best practice facility now in, in the country. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves have partnered up with the Mayo Clinic here in uh, Rochester, Minnesota. Everybody's heard of the Mayo Clinic, I'm sure. Well, they have just opened a brand new practice facility across the street from Target Center, and uh, it is phenomenal. It encompasses uh, pl- practice space for the Minnesota Lynx, which is uh, the women's team, uh, the WNBA champions, by the way, and uh, has all kinds of training facilities, has all kinds of medical facilities. It is really the top-notch spot for uh, you know uh, the NBA, so we will see, man. Jungle Brother says, yeah, right, Gov. The Bucks railroad Terry Porter after he was coach of the year. Haven't seen him since. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, these guys get these shots. They do okay. Um, bam, and gone. You know, very few survive. And, you know, take the uh, case of Dwayne Casey up in Toronto. He is the uh, Timberwolves' former coach. They ran him out of here because – um, at the time, I think the Timberwolves were 500. I think they were 20 and 20 or 21 and 21, something like that. And that just, that wasn't good enough. They ran uh, Casey out, and now you see what he's doing in Toronto. I mean, it is just ridiculous. And, you know, he leaves, 
Minnesota goes through the, again the plethora of the coaching carousel, and you know you know we're still trying to kind of figure it out to this day. You know Rick Edelman was okay, but he's a little older. His wife had some health issues, unfortunately, so he, you know he he said goodbye. Um, obviously, um, we lost Flip Saunders um, to cancer. Uh, you know, and he. Uh, was probably, you know, I, I think he probably would have had a nice little situation with these guys. I really do. Um, I had called for Flip to be in the front office, Sam Mitchell to coach the team. But, you know, after passing away and really hearing these players talk about Flip and what he did for them and, and just how he was coaching them and things like that, um, I may have been wrong. But let's see what happens. Again, we still got the whole second half of the year. I'm pulling for you, Sam Mitchell. Uh, I think you just need to maybe kind of back off on a few things, swallow your pride on some things, and just coach this team and, you know, let these guys uh, figure it out and help get them in situations to win basketball games. And I think that that is um, probably all you need to do, Sam Mitchell. But we'll see what happens, and we'll see how long it takes. Again, half the season's gone, so we are running out of time. Running out of time. Okay, Vince Wright, sports governor. And again, excuse me one second here. Got a little rough throat here, so we got the water going tonight here. We'll hit the mute button. Ah, all right. Now we are back. All right, so what do we got here in the chat room? Everybody's saying, yeah, Gov, tell it. Everybody's saying goodbye to Rel Scott. Rel going to hang out with the wife. Good man. Man, I'll tell you what, I like Rel Scott a lot. Um, I, I met him down at the Doug Stewart weekend. We actually kind of, we may have been the first brothers in town that weekend. I know my me and Angie, our plane got in there literally first thing in the morning um, from uh, Minneapolis. And Rel was not too far behind us, and uh, we had exchanged numbers before that. So when he landed, we we got to talking. He was on his way. Um, I was out kind of cruising around, checking out Atlanta, and he asked me to stop and get him a bottle of the Crown. And I knew right then and there, Rel Scott was my guy. And that's right. So uh, Rel, good dude. Um, if you have not met Rel Scott. Uh, he is a great, great guy, fun, fun guy, funny dude, um, good storyteller. And, um, the guy is dressed to impress on the nines all the time. So there you go. All right. Jungle brother says, hang in there, gov. You sound great. I appreciate it, sir. Um, my throat doesn't feel great, but I'm glad I am sounding great. And, um, again, let's talk a little bit about sports done right here on speaker.com. You can find us on Tuesday night. Uh, 7.30 Central Time, we come on for a couple hours, we talk sports, we talk about Big Ten, uh, Minnesota sports, but we also focus on the national flavor, and that's what we're doing tonight as well. Um, what we're trying to do here as part of the RealCast uh, family is we're trying to up our game here, we're trying to get more shows out there, and you know we know it's tough, life always uh, takes precedent here. So um, what I'm going to try and do is do the Friday night thing here and maybe Saturday afternoons when I have some time 
you know, uh, jump on there for an hour or two. And but yeah, we got to get our presence up. So if you're you're a host of one of the shows here on Realcast, or if you're thinking about hosting, um, you know, get at me. Send me a private message. Um, give us a call. Um, you can call us here um, 651-968-0124. Um, we can help you through it. Uh, Spreaker is a real good setup, especially if you use this Skype uh, um, interface with it. And again, this is the Spreaker app. It's not the web base. It's not going through Spreaker.com. This is the app you download for your computer, and then you use that for the broadcast. Um, it'll walk you through how to set it up with Skype to take calls. And, um, you know, as you heard earlier when we had the, um, Jersey Vern on, it works phenomenal. It is a great setup. So, again, if you are looking to get into this game, check us out at Realcast. And make sure you check out Spreaker.com. Got a lot of affordable plans. They have a plan that actually does allow you to podcast for free as well. So if you want to get in the game, man, make sure you check it out. Jungle Brothers says, Gov, me and the Buttercup coming to Atlanta soon for Realcast Rangers one-year anniversary. And maybe the Gov and First Lady may have to pop back down there as well. And who knows, maybe Jungle Brother and Doug can sign the peace treaty and we can get Jungle in the mix for the Doug Stewart weekend. Um, You know, one thing I will say about Doug, man, that brother hustles. That brother does hustle. Um, And he, uh, you know, putting them parties together, putting all the the sets together, uh, the viewing party that Sunday for the Falcons game, uh, him and Tree. Uh, definitely uh, took care of us as well. So, uh, man, I can't wait. And, Jungle, I look forward to meeting you sometime real, real soon, man. We got to get the Rangers together. And, yeah, who knows, maybe a quick weekend down in Atlanta can be that. But, again, the Govs trying to get on that 20th anniversary trip too. So my ducats are going to be real, real tight this year. Um, Also, apparently, my aunt. Oh, and I wanted to share this too uh, with the Real Cast Nation. And wanted to give some love to my aunt, and I hope she hears this real soon on the uh, podcast. Uh, my aunt, Irma McLaren, is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful educator, um, Dr. Irma McLaren. Um, she started her uh, uh, college career at the university, or actually at Grinnell College is down in Grinnell, Iowa. A very, very small liberal arts college, but one of the best colleges in the country. And she uh, got her undergraduate there. She got her her um, next level, her um, doctorate, her master's and whatnot from the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. And I used to visit her out there two, three times as a little kid. Amherst is really one of the most underrated college towns um, in the country. It is absolutely gorgeous out there in uh, southwest Massachusetts, uh, just north of the Connecticut border there. Actually, when I went to visit her, I would land in Hartford and she would drive down there. It's a little closer than Boston. But, uh, man, you UMass Amherst and actually Grego would love this. I would go uh, watch the Patriots. They That's where they would have their camps back in those days down at UMass Amherst. And, you know, Steve Grogan, Sam Bam Cunningham, all those players. A um, lot of fun, a lot of fun. So my aunt has uh, notified us, and and by the way, she is also a tenured professor um, at the University of Florida. Uh, She did receive her doctorate, I believe, from the University of Massachusetts as well. Um, You know, like Dr. Kim, you know, she's got all the letters after her name. She's also a former president of Shaw University in, I believe, Raleigh, 
um, North Carolina, a historically black university. Um, she uh, spent some time there and uh, was uh, I may have been the first uh, female um, president of that university. But to wrap this story up, she is being honored in uh, Massachusetts by the by UMass Amherst as a distinguished alumni, and they're presenting her an award in front of the uh, state legislature in Boston. So me and the first lady in the first part of April are going to um, go check that out. So we're going to spend a few days in Boston, uh, hopefully see uh, not only my aunt, but uh, a couple of my cousins there. And uh, really honor her. So on Irma, uh, Dr. Irma McLaren, um, professor, thank you for all you've done for me growing up. Uh, I love you. We're very proud of you and this award. And, you know, folks, get your education out there. Um, if, if education ain't your thing, that's all right. But just make sure you have a plan in life and um, just do what you got to do, man. So congratulations to my aunt Irma McLaren. All right, Togo is back with us. The fights are over. Yeah, Togo, that Dada got lit up, man. Not impressed with Dada at all. All the crap I remember in that documentary, he would talk about Kimbo. Uh, nah, nah, they did not, not work out at all. So, all right, uh, locally, Minnesota Timberwolves lose to the Grizzlies, 109-104. That's what I'm talking about. At some point, you got to start winning these games against teams like um, the Grizzlies, you know, things like that. Um, so, um, oh, another thing, too, that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, maybe I'll save that here. Um, what do we got here? Jungle, or excuse me, Jungle. Uh, cooking with the microwaves going at 1230 Eastern. So just inside half hour here. And, um, oh, Harper Lee died. And she, if you if that name is not familiar, Harper Lee is the author of the book To Kill a Mockingbird. And if you were like me, that, would, that may have been required reading at some point in your uh, school career. Um, you know, a book based on a black gentleman falsely accused of rape um, in a southern town. We kind of know how that story goes, but... Again, very good story, and it was obvious or um, made even better by the movie with Gregory Peck, in which he won an Oscar. So, um, again, rest in peace to Harper Lee, the author of one of the great American classic novels, To Kill a Mockingbird. Rest in peace. All right, Old Man Cuddy says, I wouldn't pay to see a Patriots game even if they had Beyonce and J-Lo singing the national anthem butt naked. Really? Come on, Cuddy. Come on. I mean, if they were butt naked, J-Lo, Beyonce, please. No better than that. Come back to the real world, Cuddy. The real world. <laughs> All right, folks. And again, you got Vince right on the Sports Governor. And you can find me every Tuesday night and probably every Friday night now on Sports Done Right. Here on Spreaker.com, if you don't listen to any of our shows live here on the RealCast uh, channel, so to speak, as we like to call it, make sure you're checking it out on demand. That's another great thing about Spreaker as well as you can make sure you listen on demand to shows so you can catch them anytime you want. And that's what we are talking about. 
All right. So what else we got going on here? Oh, hey, Gov, don't forget to talk about Sean King being troll. Oh, thank you. Yes, Cuddy. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me one second here while I get some water. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Cuddy. And let's talk about this. Um, uh, the Bears, I was just going to talk about an article again on uh, CBSSports.com talking about Jay Cutler and why the Bears can win with Cutler. Very interesting article there. I'm not sure I'm buying it, but um, you can check it out there. But I want to talk about this. Um, Jason Whitlock and Sean King have apparently gotten into it here um, over Twitter, um, over a number of things. And on Facebook, and we have posted in the Sports Done Right page and a few of the other pages, Doug Stewart's page, I think I put it on the RealCast page as well, is uh, Sean King was on, well, actually, let me back up here. Let me rewind this. Jason Whitlock was co-hosting. He was substitute hosting for Colin Cowherd and his show, The Herd, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Jason Whitlock for people who may not know out there and, um, maybe, uh, in the white audience has been, he's a uh, black, um, sports personality. Um, he, I know he used to write uh, back in Kansas city, maybe Cleveland. Uh, he's a newspaper guy, um, kind of by trade, so to speak. And he comes under fire a lot. He's very outspoken. He speaks his mind on a lot of things and that's fine. But some of the things um, that he speaks on, uh, the black community kind of feels that he sells them out, so to speak. And Jason really just doesn't care. Um, You know, I don't know if he uh, says some of the things he says just for effect, just to collect paychecks, if he believes some of this stuff, if he doesn't believe it or whatnot. But anyway, Sean King's a reporter. He's a guy who kind of broke the Peyton Manning HGH story. Now, I got first. Let me let me tell people this here. I have not read that story um, that was um, put together by Sean King. I haven't gotten a chance to look at it yet, and I just wanted to get that out there. So, as that relates to this story, um, a Facebook post came out today. Um, and apparently these two got together on the radio and Jason Whitlock again, co-hosting a Colin Cowherd show. And guess who's on the phone and guess who he called up and who they got on the phone. Yep. Sean King. And, and by the way, folks, this is not the former Minnesota Vikings quarterback or the former uh, NFL quarterback. Um, this is a separate guy. Uh, he's a biracial gentleman. Um, so when you hear the interview, if you do pick it up there on Facebook, um, he sounds very, very black for lack of a better term. Um, he is biracial and these two just go at each other. I mean, right off the bat, um, Sean King has no love at all for, for, um, um, Jason Whitlock, uh, has, uh, called Mr. Whitlock and uncle Tom says he coons for the right audience. And for the white audience out there, when when if a black man tells another black man he's cooning, that basically means that he is just uh, selling out for the white person there. And that 
is uh, what has been setting off this little Twitter fight they've had. And I, I will give Jason Whitlock credit for this. Um, you know, he did let the producer get him on the show. The producer um, on the show was the guy, too, who really wanted to kind of push this. And, you know, I mean, I, he knew it was going to be good radio. But these two just went after each other. And if uh, you are a uh, sports fan, and especially if you know of this situation, uh, go out there. You may be able to YouTube it. It's on uh, Colin Cowherd's Facebook page. I follow that page. That's how I get the videos. Um, But, yeah, it is uh, very, very incredible. Um, And this was like a, you know, 25-minute, almost half-hour interview. So uh, make sure you settle in. But those two do not like each other. They went in hard on each other. They went in personal on each other. Um, Sean King, again, called him Uncle Tom said he coons for, uh, you know, his uh, uh, white co-workers. I mean, it was just vicious. And, um, hey, Jason Whitlock, by the way, came right back at him and, you know, said, why did you interject yourself into this story of uh, the Peyton Manning story, this, this, and that. So that's why I got to read the stories. Apparently, Jason Whitlock is saying that, um, you know, he's interjected himself into that story as well. So, Cuddy, old man Cuddy says his fat ass said he played quarterback at Ball State. She, I believe Whoopi Goldberg being a playmate before that ish. Oh, yes, most definitely. And, um, you know, so Jason Whitlock, Sean King going back and forth here. Um, I, you know, I didn't realize it had gotten as nasty as it was. I, I looked at the Facebook story, which had a copy of all the tweets and man, Sean King, boy, whoo, he went off on on um, Jason Whitlock. So check it out, and you know maybe we can talk about that next Tuesday there as well. Um, I know we don't have the the usual audience here on a Friday night because I don't, you know, people didn't know I was going to be on tonight. But that is something maybe maybe we can open up the phone lines next Tuesday. Um, that is a huge um, kind of issue right now for uh, African-American sports fans, um, you know, things like that. So um, we're going to have some fun with that, and I think uh, maybe next week we will indeed talk about that as well. So um, old man Cuddy is out here in the audience. We got Togo. We got Jungle Brother. John Fisher setting up for his show coming up here uh, very, very shortly, actually in about 15 minutes. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I'm glad I did this show tonight, folks. I'm glad I'm hanging out with you here. I'm glad we are just freewheeling. We're having fun. Uh, there's no show notes today. There's just me, a little computer, a tablet, and the Situation Room monitors. And that's all we're doing tonight. So, uh, you know, what? the one thing that I want to do is I want to find me some good Patron tonight. I think maybe I'll go with that for my late night sip. A little Patron, some Don Julio. I do got some Cabo Wobble tequila as well. And I think, you know, as I get ready and, and settle in here for a little late, late night cooking with the microwave, I think the girl's going to chill some tequila and I'll just go with a little tequila on the rocks, a little salt, margarita salt. Man, I cannot wait. All right, old man Cuddy's out there in the chat room. Says, good job, Governor. Thank you so much, sir. I do appreciate that. Uh, Old man Cuddy also says, couldn't get Jersey to talk about anything controversial. (laughs) Nah, Jersey, uh, Jersey trying to make his move, man. He's trying to get the ESPN today. So 
Uh, he kept it on the down low today. But you know Jersey. He going to come out firing uh, very, very, very soon there, old man Cuddy. You ain't got to worry about that, sir. So, oh, man. All right. So let's do this here. I'm going to take one last break, and then I'm going to come back and wrap this show up. Uh, our last song of the night, again, we're fin- uh, featuring Minneapolis bands. And this is one of my favorites, um, The New Congress. Uh, this is from their second album called Anguish, Love, and Romance. Um, former Minneapolis R&B band, of, or Minnesota R&B uh, band of the year. Uh, I cannot, I, it's too bad these guys didn't really uh, stick together too long. They had a, a real good thing happening on this album. They got Twister to come in and do some raps for them. But you know how it is, man, in the world of music. Egos sometimes outweigh the uh, the music. So, Old Man Cuddy says, and the microwave don't bash anybody with his jersey burned loving ass. Of course not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so um, let's play this last song here. And again, thank you all for listening. By the way, Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. And I am part of the real cast Rangers. You got Jungle Brother. You got Jersey Vern. You got uh, uh, That Ninja, uh, Thorny Switch. I love the code names that we all have here, man. So all kinds of good stuff going on. And, well, what can you say? So with that being said, here's the new Congress, Anguish, Love, and Romance. Um, This is our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to put a bow on this show, and we're turning it over to Cooking with the Microwave. If I give 
your sports done right you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show and we are back ladies and gentlemen let's keep it tuned here to sports done right on Spreaker.com this is the sports governor Vince Wright Live and direct from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. And thank you so much for checking the show out on Spreaker.com. We're just wrapping up another fun show here tonight. We're getting set up here in about 10 minutes. We're going to have John Fisher's show, Cooking with the Microwave. And I cannot wait. I'm going to jump in this hot tub. I'm going to actually eat some food here first. Uh, the first lady brought me back a burger and fries. That was about two hours ago. And I'm going to scarf that down, uh, jump in this hot tub, watch a little sports, and uh, listen to cooking with the microwave. Utah is up here in one of the late games, 79-65 on Boston. We'll get to the rest of the scores here before we sign off. Uh, one little story here involving yet another uh, legal infraction. Oh, yes, that's right. Mr. Darren Sharper, folks. Darren Sharper's plea deal on this comes again from sports, cbssports.com. Darren Sharper's plea deal rejected by New Orleans federal judge. Now, last year, Sharper accepted what was called a a global plea deal to resolve all of his outstanding rape charges. And today, that plea deal was rejected by a federal judge in New Orleans. 
The district judge believed a nine-year sentence for Sharper, who was charged with rape in four different cities, was inappropriate. Uh, quote, this court cannot accept this plea agreement, um, the judge said. Sharper entered a guilty plea last May as part of the agreement, and his attorney um, wanted more time to consider withdrawing the plea. But yeah, man, looks like Darren Sharper just ain't quite done yet with the uh, court system. So stay tuned, and um, we will see what happens there. But yeah, just a... you know, despicable. Darren Sharper, I mean, you know, you look at the dude, he's a, he's a good-looking dude. He's a football player. Um, he seemed to have his stuff together when he uh, played with the Vikings here after Green Bay. Uh, he co-hosted one of those little Vikings local shows. Uh, a lot of people had that 42 jersey here in purple as well. And it is just uh, still kind of mind-blowing that Darren Sharper is a serial rapist to the uh, uh, nth degree, man. Um, So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, folks, we're going to sign off here. Again, another Sports Done Right is in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Thank. uh, Let me first off thank old man Cuddy here. He was kind of tame tonight. I appreciate that. His grandson, the Jungle Brother, for uh, uh, not only hanging with my show, but doing a a really good show before mine tonight. And want to say what up to the Jungle Brother. Job well done, sir. A job well done. Um, we had Sluggo in here earlier. We got Togo Uganda in here, the Chief Rocker Jersey Vern, Big John Fisher, who's setting up for his show, I'm sure. And also, I want to thank the one and only love of my life, Angie Wright, the First Lady. She came in tonight as well. Crowd loves that First Lady. Kind of like the uh, Lucy and Ricky of 2016 here. Uh, the Ricardos were more like the honeymooners of uh, Ralph and Alice. To the moon, baby, to the moon. All right. With that being said, I want to thank Ralph Scott for, for joining us. Big Tank Murdoch again from uh, Kentucky. Tank, I appreciate you joining us, my friend. Uh, make sure you keep following us out there on Spreaker. Make sure you uh, t- just you know, pass the word about the show, man. We really got to start growing our audiences. You know, Jungle was telling me he's got like 2,000 followers. I got 60, 61. So this is the year to really start taking the show to the next level, getting the word out there as well. So I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get this set up here for Cooking with the Microwave. Jungle Brother says, great show, Governor. Bravo, bravo. Thank you, sir. And uh, thank you for doing your show earlier. I am Vince Wright. I am the sports governor. You can find me on Spreaker.com. Make sure, last shout-out tonight, you follow us on Facebook at Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. And make sure you're following the Gov on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle, as the kids say, is at the big smooth one and that's the number one after the big smooth so for me the sports governor vince wright my wonderful wife angie sydney wright the first daughter who just got home and a little bummed out her uh team lost that hockey game but thank you so much for listening to sports done right folks we are about six minutes or so away from cooking with the microwave make sure you keep it tuned here to spreaker.com i am the gov I am out.
Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 7.30 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.